I love Cody. <laughs> I love Cody. I really mean that. I love you. <laughs> He's awesome. Such a heart of worship. There's such a beautiful presence of the Lord in here. There's such a beautiful presence of the Lord in here. I just want to weep, honestly, because um, how our hearts long to see God move and a pure move of God. And I'm telling you, God is moving here in such a pure way, such an amazing, an amazing, an amazing way. And it's an honor to be with you tonight. Um, Tanya's going to speak first. And uh, I don't get to travel much with Tanya at all, actually, when I get to go out. We have five children, and she's busy. She's at home a lot. But Tanya um, grew up uh, with a burning heart and a burning passion for Jesus. And the Lord's taken her all over the world, used her in powerful ways. And uh, before we got married, and then when we got married, we've traveled all over together until, uh, you know, we had kids. We don't travel that much together. So uh, it's an honor and a privilege to have her travel. And when we do, I like to get her a uh, chance to speak because there's so much within her, you know, that, that there is to share. So. I want to give her an opportunity to share. I know the Lord's put something on her heart, um, but I just, I love you so much. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a wedding all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> I do. So, yeah, all right. Okay, good. Yay. <laughs> it, it, there is. There's that atmosphere in here, you know? It's, it's the bride and the bridegroom. There's such a sweet spirit of the Lord in here. And he's, uh, what, what I want to share is, word of encouragement I really believe the Lord wants to encourage you and um, what Tanya has to share as well he wants to encourage you that he is with you he is with you you're persevering he's with you and breakthrough is here transition is here but uh, I don't usually when I introduce I start preaching her message so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let you share. So go ahead. All right, I'll come true. up after. He always says, what do you want to share about? And I'll share. And then like the introduction, I'm like, oh, well, he covered everything. <laughs> so now he'll say, what do you want to share? I said, I'm not telling. <laughs> no, it really is such an honor and a joy to be with all of you. Um, you know, as Bren said, Pastor Bren said, we have known them for some time. And it is an honor to know them. And for all of you who have known them for any length of time, I always say they are the real deal. They are the real deal. And we can vouch for that. You know, when you live a couple houses up the road, <laughs> you, are, you see some real things. But they are the real deal. What you see here of them worshiping the Lord and their hearts, their genuine hearts before the Lord, their integrity, their honor, that's who they are. And um, I just so appreciate that about them. And then I also so appreciate the hunger for more of God, that they're not going to let up. They're going to keep going after what God has for all of you, for this city. And I know that you are that group of people as well, that you're not going to let up. And it's a joy to be in this place. That's not always the case. You know, you don't always feel that hunger and that lingering in his presence. You know, sometimes it's a rushing through, but you could tell you guys are used to that. 
you're used to that. And it was even almost a stretching for me because not always is that the case, you know, where we have been. But I'm like, Lord, this is good. This is good. There's this lingering. Stretch us. Stretch us in it. So um, I appreciate Steve. You know, he'll give the bulk of the word, but he always says, give something. And so I say, okay, Lord, <laughs> help me to give something. <laughs> um, no, when I asked the Lord, though, I said, Lord, what do you want to speak tonight? And just a little bit that I'm going to share. I right away heard the word perseverance, perseverance. And tonight as I'm with you and even before service, I'm meeting so many of you and you're just full. You're really full of Jesus. You're full of his presence. And I said, Lord, are you sure this is the word for them? Because they seem full. But I do believe it's a word that Holy Spirit has for many of us in this room. And so I want to be obedient to that. If you have been walking with the Lord for any length of time, you know you have to have perseverance. And you know that we're in for the long haul. We're going to run, the word of God says, to run the race before us with perseverance, right? And we want to be people of perseverance. So I want to share just briefly on that tonight and to encourage you. And even as I am, I just encourage you to grab hold of what Holy Spirit is saying. Grab hold of what he's releasing to you because it's his word to you. When I heard that word right away, you know, I go to look up what is perseverance. So the first definition that came up is perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Perseverance is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Can anyone relate to that? I think we all can. Let's turn to Galatians 6. Galatians 6, 9. It says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Do not grow weary in doing good. That is perseverance. And I just want to look at, as we're still in Galatians 6, let's look at the two previous verses, verses 7 and 8. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the, fr will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. These verses are about sowing into the spirit or sowing into the flesh. And then it's right after that that it says, do not grow weary in doing good. That doing good in verse 9 is referring to sowing into the things of the spirit. Do not grow weary in sowing seeds into the things of the spirit. I believe this is a word for you, victory. The Spirit of God is, is admonishing you to persevere, to not grow weary in sowing to the things of the Spirit. You know, sowing and reaping is a kingdom principle. It's something that God has put into place. Um, I grew up in the church. My dad is a pastor, and um, I was conceived in Bible school, so I've been as long as forever <laughs> in the church. <laughs> um, but... I always heard sowing and reaping, you know, kind of as a warning or like a caution, like be careful, whatever you sow, you're going to reap, which is true. That is truth. 
but it's also a promise from God. Whatever you sow, whatever you invest in, you're going to reap. You're going to reap a harvest. And that's God's promise to you today. I love how Galatians 6, 7 through 9 is read in the, the Passion Translation. I'm going to read that. It's just awesome. It says, God will never be mocked. For what you plant will always be the very thing you harvest. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that you planted. If you plant the corrupt seeds of self-life into this natural realm, you can expect a harvest of corruption. If you plant the good seeds of spirit life, you will reap beautiful fruits that grow from the everlasting life of the spirit. And don't allow yourself to be weary in planting good seeds for the season of reaping. The season of reaping, the wonderful harvest you planted is coming. Do not grow weary in planting the good seeds. You will reap a harvest. God is saying that to you as a church. You will reap a harvest. And I felt like Holy Spirit wanted me to encourage you in two areas in planting good seeds. One is in our personal lives. Planting into the things of the Spirit in our own personal lives. And then one is in the city, in Sarasota. Planting good seeds of the Spirit into Sarasota. So first in our personal lives, we all know that in, as Christians, we need to sow seeds in prayer, right? In the Word of God, in fasting. I know you all just continued or just finished a fast. And in worship, all of these things are sowing seeds into the spirit of our personal life. And they're all very important. But tonight I just want to highlight one of them, and that's worship. The Lord has been really speaking to me at the beginning of this year about worship and how worship is so key during these times and so key as the end times are approaching and more specifically in worship about beholding his beauty beholding his beauty and that's you all do that here you know how to behold his beauty how to enter into the realm of his presence that's what we were doing just tonight and it's awesome he spoke to me a few weeks ago and he said beholding my beauty is going to be key in the end times Beholding him will sustain us. Beholding him will keep us. It's the one thing David cried out for in Psalm 27. It says, my enemies are all around me. But what is he crying out for? In the midst of that situation, he says, but one thing I long for, one thing I desire is to behold the beauty of the Lord. So he was not in just a comfortable situation, you know, just soaking. <laughs> but he was in the midst of his enemies. And that's what he cried out for. God, I need to behold your beauty. And that's going to be what's key for us in these times. We need to be ones who continually enter into his realm of beholding his beauty and the beauty of his realm. It's actually the reality of our realm. Because we're in this world, but we're not of this world. So when we enter into that place of beholding him and his beauty, beholding just the awesomeness of who he is, but that realm that he dwells in as well, the beauty, the majesty, the glory, it's so contrary to this world. You know, we see the, the darkness in his realm as light. We see the perversity in his realm as holy. We see... Um, you know, fear in his realm, it's, there's no fear. And that is what's going to keep us in these days to come. As we are exposed to those things in this realm, as we enter into his realm, those things fade away. It's like that old song, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Do you remember the words to that? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. 
Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It's, you know, we hear many times how the word says, as we read the word, there's the washing of the water of the word. It renews us. The same thing happens when we behold him and we enter in that realm. We are renewed. We gain right perspective of what really is reality. And that is going to be key in the times ahead. So I want to ask you, or I want to say, so time beholding him, it will be well worth it. And continue to sow time in the word of God. In Psalm 1, 1 to 3, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. And that just really stood out to me, sits in the seat of scoffers. You know, when you turn on the radio these days, that's what you hear. Scoffers, lots of talking. The Bible says don't, don't listen to it. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water. And even as I read this last part, I want to encourage you. We've been telling our kids, when there's an example, when there's a picture painted, don't just listen to it. Imagine it. What is it saying? So there is this tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all he does, he prospers. So this tree that is planted by a, a river that is flowing with life, this tree is healthy and flourishing and full, and it has fruit on it. That's us. That's us when we're sowing into spending time in the word of God. So where are we spending our time? As you sow time into reading and meditating in the word, God says it will produce fruit. I believe that God is really challenging us in these days ahead. How are we spending our personal time? Time is valuable. We've been teaching our kids that, that you can't get time back. And it's valuable. You know, we've been trying to teach them when you're on your devices, it seems like five minutes, but it's been an hour. <laughs> it's been an hour, and you can't get that time back that was just flipping through things. And I believe the Spirit of God is challenging us. Where are we sowing our personal time? Because you will reap a harvest from where you sow. Secondly, not only our personal lives, but the Lord says, um, Holy Spirit said, to continue to sow seeds of the kingdom in the harvest field of this city. Jesus says in John 4, 35, do not say the harvest is far off, for the harvest is now. And I know you all are pressing in for the harvest of Sarasota. And I want to encourage you tonight to persevere in that pressing in. It's a principle of sowing and reaping. Keep sowing into this city. Don't grow weary. Keep persevering. Continue in intercession where you have cried out on behalf of this city. The Lord says keep crying out. Continue in evangelism. I know you guys are expanding that, and Shane is really stepping into that. Continue in that. God is going to build it. Keep persevering. Continue declaring the promises of the Lord regarding Sarasota. Keep believing for those words and promises that God has spoken to you as a church. Don't become weary in believing. I believe the enemy will try to get us that place. We just get tired of believing. But the Lord says, don't become weary in believing. Don't become weary in the doing good and in the sowing. One of the definitions of weary is exhausted in strength. As you listen to this def these definitions, you take them to heart. Do they apply in any area of our lives? 
Do you feel exhausted in strength, exhausted in your endurance, loss of vigor or freshness, having, having one's patience, tolerance, or pleasure exhausted, weary of waiting? Are we weary of waiting? Do you feel any of these? I know that we all, if you've walked with the Lord for any length of time, have felt this at some point in your life. But it says in Isaiah 40 that even the youth grow tired and weary. So the Lord isn't condemning because he says even the young ones grow tired and weary. Maybe you have cried out for this city for years. You've stood with Brian and Brennan with victory. Maybe it's been decades. Maybe you've been planted here for decades and you've cried out for the harvest of this city. And you said, Lord, when? When? I'm weary in the waiting. Or maybe going back to our personal lives, there's been a promise of God over your life. And you have cried out for it. You've been contending for it, but you still haven't seen it. And you say, Lord, when? When? I'm, I'm weary in the waiting. Holy Spirit says to you today, keep persevering. Don't become weary in the waiting. So how do we persevere? We know in Isaiah 40, it tells us to wait on the Lord and he will renew our strength. Again, that is the beholding him. As we come into that place and we wait before him, he renews us. He gives us new strength, new perspective, as I said earlier. If you have felt weary in any way, if any of those definitions of weariness just hit you and said, I feel that, I know we all have. I know Holy Spirit said this is a word for here and for tonight, so grab hold of it. He is here to give you new strength tonight, new passion for moving forward with him. One of the definitions of weary said having one's pleasure exhausted. That's a loss of desire, a loss of excitement, a loss of love for what God has called you to. And Revelations refers to that, like you just have lost your passion for the Lord and for serving him. Well, allow him to give you a new passion tonight because he said he's going to. And in Isaiah 40, it says, the Lord doesn't grow weary. Aren't you so happy? <laughs> we all do. But he doesn't faint and doesn't grow weary. But he gives power to the faint. Do you feel faint in any way? Receive his power tonight. He increases strength is what it says in Isaiah 40. He increases strength to those who have no might. Receive that increased strength right now. Even if you feel, well, I'm not really that weary. I have some strength. He says he wants to increase it. You're going to need more. So grab hold of it and allow him to increase your strength tonight, whatever level you are at. It's in the waiting before him, the beholding him that breaks that weariness. Let all weariness break tonight. Thank you, God. So I want to say to you tonight, Holy Spirit wants to say to you tonight, don't give up victory. Don't let up. Keep pushing forward. Holy Spirit is increasing your strength. That phrase, don't give up, literally means don't let go. Don't loose it like you have a grip on something. Don't loose it. Don't relax. Don't release. It's that grip. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting up. Hold on to all God has said. Keep sowing into the things of the Spirit in your personal lives and in Sarasota. The harvest will come. The harvest is coming. And I just want to end by declaring Galatians 6, 9 from the Passion Translation over you as a corporate body over each one of you. 
I, I believe Holy Spirit had this for each one who is here tonight. And then over this city. So would you just put your hands up as I do this? Just receive from the Lord. You can even close your eyes if you want. But receive this as I declare this tonight. Because this is what Holy Spirit said he would do. Thank you, Lord. Galatians 6, 9. Do not allow yourselves to be weary in planting good seeds. For the season of reaping, the wonderful harvest you planted is coming. Thank you, Lord. God, I just release right now what you are saying to your church right now here at Victory. God, I thank you that this is a word that you said you are releasing fresh strength tonight. And God, I just pray where there has been any weariness, where there has been any tiredness, God, or even just a lack of passion, a lack of moving forward. God, I thank you right now that that weariness would break. It would break. It would break. And God, I just thank you for strength strength, strength. And even as I prayed earlier today, I saw the Lord pouring like honey on any place that you have felt like this feels bitter, God. Even this, this walk right now feels like a bitter place. The Lord says tonight he's pouring his honey of his spirit on you and it will be sweet once again. It will be sweet once again. Your walk with him will be sweet once again. Your yes to him will be sweet once again. So, Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you by your spirit. Even for the rest of the service, that spirit of God, you are moving. You are moving and you are breaking off any weariness that the enemy has tried to put on us. And, God, you are giving us a spirit of perseverance, a spirit that we will run and we will not grow weary. We will walk and we will not thank God. I thank you that you are infusing us even now in your presence tonight. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah.